The diamond I realized is that I have to be Empathy Museum presents A Mile in My Shoes. These shoes have a black sole with leather straps. They are what I would call a slipper, maybe a sandal. They don't look like you should wear them indoors. They look like they should be worn outside. These shoes belong to Ryan Fu. This is his story. Hello, my name is Ryan Fu, and I'm going to tell you a little bit about what it's like to be me through a a very interesting story, Um, and that is the story of how I forgot most of my life. When I was 18, I got into a very interesting car accident. Um, It was late at night, I had spent all day at a friend's house in suburbia, and when turning left in my beat-up gray Honda Civic off of 120th and Cherry, another young man who was driving with his permit, he was 15 or 16, but didn't have any other adults in the car, uh, filled with a truck full of friends, uh, had the cab light on, uh, and didn't have his headlights on, uh, didn't see me. And I didn't see him. I don't actually remember the incident, but that's what I'm told it was like. I only remember headlights. It's a very curious thing to lose your memory because it's as if you're reborn and I think that when I tell people about having been in this car accident and how it shapes my life they immediately jump to wondering how it is that I could overcome that kind of tragedy but to be honest I see it as the single greatest blessing that has ever happened to me you see Lots of people are bogged down by childhood trauma and things that they experienced in high school. And for me, as a young 27-year-old man, I feel like a nine-year-old. I'm a child in many ways. I had to relearn the alphabet, and uh, I, I did cripple my left leg, so I had to learn to walk again in a very literal sense, and also a very metaphorical sense. I had to rebuild the relationship of the people that I loved that were around me, including my parents. Even to this day, it feels strange to call my father dad and to call my mother mom. They seem like other human beings in the story of my life, just mythologues and archetypes of this placeholder that I see other folks hold. It doesn't feel like the way a mom should feel in the way that other people talk about their moms. Now, I'm still very grateful to them, you know. I I love them very much. They took care of me after the accident, and I, I was in pretty bad shape. Needed a lot of cognitive therapy. But the truth is that something was unlocked within me. Something wonderful dawned upon me in that very first day. I woke up in the hospital. I remember the sound of the beeping and my parents both coming in uh, to see me wake up. They were crying, they were both ecstatic and terrified. But I was happy. I remember the nurses being very pretty and very nice to me. And it was a strange thing that everyone kept saying a similar phrase, which was, you seem great. 
You seem so happy. How can you be so happy? And it was strange to feel the opposite about everyone else. I didn't understand why folks felt so sad. They were so burdened by the concept of this being a tragedy. But it felt as if I had stepped into someone else's body. And so everything was so fresh and new. The smell of the flowers and the scent of lavender was very present and very wonderful. And many girls from high school and many of my friends came in and I remember thinking they were all so beautiful, such interesting human beings with their own unique qualities and flaws, their own perks and quirks. I wondered, and I wonder, if people have forgotten to appreciate the beauty of the things around them. And I don't know what it is, other than the fact that I lost all of my memory and potentially trauma, but I don't really know what it is about the car accident that changed that within me. But I'm not the same, and everyone around me knew it. As I grew up, uh, I went to college and started participating in the normal societal rituals, you know, go to parties and get to know the ladies and uh, go and date folks and go to class and uh, all the normal things. But something felt off to me. Something felt like there was a greater call, a need to do something more inspiring, more meaningful on the day-to-day, something more meaningful with my friend group, with all these beautiful people that, in a very literal sense to me, I had started my life with. These were the, the, the characters of my story, and they were introduced right away. So it made all the sense in the world to me to drop out of college and start a business with them. Now, my parents thought I was crazy. They still considered me unable to really deal with the world. I was still learning to read at an eighth grade to high school level. Um, I was still walking with a cane at that time, but I knew it was the right thing to do. And 10 years later, I run a successful theater company with all of the people that I love. And I also have a deeply rooted spiritual practice that I think wouldn't have come to be if it weren't for this very wonderful and strange phenomenon of being hit by a car. I think the first thing that attracted me to acting after the accident, which I wasn't really too interested in beforehand, was this sense of identity. You see, the actor, some often think, pretends to be a character. The character has a name. But during the play, the actor doesn't really have a name. And I remember waking up in that bed and people calling me Ryan and wondering what it was they were saying and who it was they were referring to. It was like being called by Kyle or or Ben. It was like someone was calling me a name I simply wasn't. And I still feel that way. And so it deepened a, a, a curiosity that was within me in a wondering of who I was and not in the corny... A trite sense of I'm gonna travel the world and find out who I am. I really mean who who am I? Who is it that sees these things and feels these things? Who is it that doesn't remember and who is it that forgot? Or were they the same people? And who is it that loves these people? And who is it that they're afraid for? Who is it that they're projecting all of these concerns on? Because it's not me. And that journey brought me to a many, many, many amazing places. The first was an exploration of Buddhism and Taoism. 
of detachment from the general sense of Western identity that uh, if you ask somebody who they are, they tell you that they went to college here and they're married to this or that person and they grew up in this state and they tell you all the things they've done. But if you ask them, no, 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 I, I don't want to know what you've done. I want to know who you are. I want to know who's done these things. They're generally a bit dumbfounded. And while I hope this story is inspiring to you and I hope it encourages you to do some deeper looking, I also want you to know that it is a strangely um, lovely and lonely place to feel not human, to, to feel not like an identity, not like the, the people around me, and to feel like I don't have the language to discuss it with them. I wish I could help them forget. I wish they could see the relief, the lightness that comes when you don't have all of these stories burdening you down. What you could achieve when all of the stories you tell yourself about how hard it would be to achieve it go away. I wish I could unburden that for people. I wish that you, right now, could imagine what it would be like to forget everything, to let it all go. To feel like, true or not, you have no obligations, no things to do tomorrow, no job to go to work to, no someone you need to go cook dinner for, just presence, just humanity. Ryan's story and shoes are part of a growing collection hosted by the Empathy Museum's A Mile in My Shoes exhibition. The, moment we hit our this one time the shoes and stories come from all over the world. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram to find out where we go next. <laughs>